So who knows what the series is that we've been doing this term? What do you mean? Yes, that is exactly it. Who remembers what our first three topics have been? I quizzed you guys last week and I'm quizzing you again. Who remembers? That's not Pastor Josh. Oh, Shell, I hear your hands. Tell us in the microphone. Last week was the Bible. Boom, that's correct. Who remembers what the other weeks were? Anyone else? Oh, oh, I hear, I hear um, Erica. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. And what was the first week? Does anyone remember? It starts with an S, S. Oh, salvation. And it had a ladder in the window. Great. So it was salvation. So that you're correct. This week we are talking about, who knows? Who, who knows? Tell me. Oh, tell me what that says. Prayer. Yes, but you're, that is actually correct. That's not fooling you this week. You want to know a funny fact? Is that last week I wrote the wrong message and I preached the wrong message. Anyways, doesn't matter because we've backtracked this week. So we are going to unpack today. What do you mean prayer? So first of all, what is prayer? Let me tell you a couple of definitions that I found. So the dictionary told me prayer is a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God. Another source told me that prayer is giving our attention to God in a two-way conversation where we talk to God and also allow Him to talk to us. So in a really simple couple-word definition that I made up, that every other person's going to tell you when you ask them what is prayer, they will simply say this, prayer is talking to God and listening as He responds to you. So prayer isn't just something that we do on a Sunday at church or at youth during this during the worship where we pray for our schools. It's not just a meeting that we do. We don't just do it because we've always done it. We believe that prayer is powerful and it's an integral part of our life as a Christian. Prayer isn't just a wish being granted or a magical formula for getting what we want. It's like you don't just go, God, I really just pray for a new iPhone right now. Or God, I just really pray that I can find $100 on the street today. Or God, I just really pray that I can get a dog for my next birthday. It's not like that. Prayer isn't just asking God to give you what you want. He wants you to talk to Him and grow your relationship with Him through prayer. And I love that during our series of What Do You Mean?, Every topic that we've covered is so personal. Salvation is for me and you. The Holy Spirit is for me and for you. The Bible is for me and for you. And that's the same with prayer. Prayer is something that I do and prayer is something that you should do. Let me tell you that prayer isn't just for pastors or leaders. It's not just something that Chloe does or Pastor Josh does or that I do or Erica does. Prayer is something that you should do too, to grow your relationship with God. Because let me tell you, God wants to be in relationship with you. He wants to speak to you and he wants you to speak to him often. It's like when we have a friendship. Who, ha- who has friends in this place? We are four. No, I'm just kidding. Every hand, everyone says everyone has at least one friend or everybody has someone that they have a relationship with, like a parent or a sibling or a cousin. And you would enjoy talking to them, right? You love chatting with them and you love spending time with them, right? I love spending time with my mate Chloe because she is my friend. And with my friends who live in other towns, sometimes I'll call them up on my phone or I'll FaceTime them and say, hey, friend, I've really missed hearing your voice. I really miss talking to you. Tell me what's been happening in your life. 
the thing is, I don't try to impress them with all these fancy words or, you know, really cool accents. I don't have to practice the conversation before I call them or before I speak to them. It just comes naturally as I be myself around them. And our friends love to talk to us because of who we are. We might share the same interests. We don't change or try harder. We are just ourselves. And that's the same when we talk to God. You don't need fancy words or to rehearse anything before you speak. It's like talking to a friend, just being yourself and God will listen. Burgers are better. Great. (laughs) God loves it. Love it. Love Hungry Jacks. God loves it when you spend time with him. He loves when you talk to him, sharing with him about how you're feeling and what you're thinking, the things that worry you and the things that you need. And prayer is a perfect opportunity for us to thank God and let him know all the things that we love about him. Like we mentioned before, God created us to be in relationship with him. But let me tell you something, the enemy doesn't want you to have a relationship with God and he'll do anything to distract that. He'll do anything he can to destroy that. So we need to make it our priority to read the Bible, to spend time in worship, to spend time in prayer. So we're taking steps to actively grow our relationship with Him. And the great thing is, we just have to be ourselves when we pray. There's no criteria. There's no right or wrong way to do it. You just have to pray. There's no specific time because all we need to do is make time to pray. Prayer can be for just a couple of seconds, for a few moments in your day, or you can spend hours on end in prayer. It doesn't matter. You can pray in your head, you can pray in your heart, or you can even pray out loud. Prayer can be a constant conversation with God between you and God throughout your entire day. It doesn't have to have an end. It doesn't have to have a beginning. Prayer is helpful, powerful, and encouraging, and it's so important for us to pray whenever we can making sure we set time aside every single day to pray, to talk to God. Because when we pray, we're expressing to God, we're telling Him how important our relationship is with Him. When we're in relationship with someone, we want to talk to them. And we also want to hear their response too. That's the same with God. We should desire to spend time with Him and also have the desire to hear Him speak back to you. You can pray anywhere. It's not just in the church. You can pray at your house, at your school, in your church, when you're on a walk, when you're going to the bus stop, when you're eating dinner. You can pray anywhere and anytime despite how you're feeling. It's not like when you just go to your friends and you're always happy because you're so excited to see your friends. God expects you to come to Him whatever you're going through, whether you're happy, sad, lonely, anxious, depressed, or super high on life and just overflowing with joy because God wants to hear your voice. He wants to hear what's on your heart and you can speak to him today. And I love that I can come to God with so many questions, with my concerns, with my worries, with my doubts, and he always answers them. He helps me to understand what I'm going through in my life. He helps me understand wisdom that he's speaking into my life. He helps me make really good choices, and he tells me when I'm not making the right ones. His voice guides my life. In Psalm 34 verse 4, it says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. It doesn't just say, I prayed to the Lord, full stop. It says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. God wants to answer you. He wants to respond to you. He wants to talk to you. And I love that in this um, scripture, in Philippians 4 verse 6 to 7, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. 
Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ. This scripture is simply telling us, don't worry, but pray. Talk to God, thank God, and then you'll experience his peace. Peace that doesn't make sense. Peace that exceeds our understanding. And it tells me that God's peace can guide my, guard my heart and my mind. That's telling me prayer is so, so powerful. So we need to be encouraged to be, pray, to be pr- praying. Let's be encouraged to pray. So maybe when you're beginning to pray, it's a good idea while you're early in your journey, maybe you've just accepted God and you're just maybe starting to read your Bible. It's a good idea to set some time aside a day, every single day, allowing time without your phone, without, you know, any distractions, without having the TV on, just for you and God to simply just be in conversation. By doing this, you are growing your relationship with God and you're growing stronger and stronger. You will learn to hear God's voice and and you will learn so much more about him. Now, I've just come up with about six examples. It's kind of a lot, but six examples of how prayer can help us in our every single everyday life. So it's it's not short, it's kind of long, but we'll we'll power through it, folks. So number one, I said prayer is is helpful in our life because we get closer to God. So we grow in our relationship with him. James 4 verse 8 says this, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. When we come to God with a genuine heart, God comes close to us. My second point is prayer changes our perspective. So we read just before Philippians 4 verse 6 to 7 when it says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. When we spend time with God telling him, God, I'm so worried about going to school tomorrow. God, I'm so worried about my test that I have um, tomorrow. I'm just so worried, God. He says, pray about everything. Pray about everything because he wants to replace your worry with his peace. He wants to replace your fear with his peace. Isn't that just awesome? It changes our perspective and it says, I'm not going to be worried about that test tomorrow because I have God's peace. I'd, come on. Yes. <laughs> That's it, that's it. So prayer changes our perspective because he replaces what we're going through with his peace. My third point is when we pray, our gratitude and thankfulness increase. When we spend time with God in prayer, we learn how to thank him for what he's done. And it becomes easier as we go on to express our gratitude both to God and we're, we're a nicer person because we can express our gratitude to others as well. Sometimes we can experience all those bad emotions like sadness or jealousy, anger, and all those other things. It's so easy to let them just sit in our hearts and ruin our day. But when we change our attitude and thank God for what He's done and what He is going to do, our attitude then changes too. And we are thankful and we see more reasons to express gratitude. It says, um, Psalm 17, sorry, Psalm 7 verse 17, I will thank the Lord because He is just. I will sing praises to the Lord Most High. Number four is, we can love others easier when we pray. Often we can just focus on ourselves and on our own situations, but we also have the opportunity in prayer to be praying for others. We pray for others without them even knowing sometimes. We pray for God to move in an impossible situation and we believe with that person for a miracle to happen. The wonderful thing is we get to partner with God and that helps us to grow our faith because when you see the miracle in that person's life and you say, wow, I prayed for that, 
I remember the days when I prayed for that. That grows your faith to be like, oh, that, that fires something in my heart. That, that gives something to my spirit that says, I want to keep praying. I want to keep praying these prayers that are seeing results. So that is, that is just beautiful, isn't it? We get to pray for others. It says in Colossians 1 verse 3, we always thank God when we pray for you. We thank God. We thank God that we get to pray for people. My fifth point is, we pr- we, when we pray, we get to hear from God. We don't only get to experience his presence, but when we talk and communicate with God, as much as we love to talk and as much as I love to talk, I also have an expectation that God's going to speak to me. And I won't always hear the booming voice from heaven saying, Claire, don't go to McDonald's tonight because the fries are poisoned or something. I'm not going to hear that, you know. It's not going to just be like, do, 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 like in the movie, how they make him his voice like the deepest voice ever. But God can speak to us in all different kinds of ways. You know, maybe it's a thought that pops into your mind that you've never thought before. Or maybe you open up your Bible and you've never seen that scripture speak to you in such a way before. Or maybe in worship when we're singing, Jarrah, you are enough. You just, you've never realized that it sounds like that before. And you realize God is actually speaking to me through this worship song. Words, the words that God speaks just penetrate in our heart and just sit in our heart and just grow in our heart. So, Come to God with an expectant heart, expecting to hear His voice. When I come to church, I don't just come to church just to be like, oh, cool, like I'm going to church today. I come to church with an expectation that I'm going to hear God, with an expectation that I'm going to see God move in a way. When I see people being prayed for, I have an expectation that God is going to move, that the person that's receiving prayer is going to hear God's voice and they're going to know what to do in their next situation. I come expectant to hear God's voice. And you need to have an expectation and desire in your heart to hear God as well. In Luke 11 verse 10, it says, for everyone who asks, receives. It doesn't just say for everyone who asks, oh, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about the end. They can just ask and never get a response. It says, whoever asks will receive. Whoever seeks will find. Whoever knocks, the door will be opened. My sixth point tonight says is this hearing God's voice helps us to walk with him so we understand when we walk with God and we hear his voice he will say that's wrong and that's right in Philippians um, 4 verse 8 it says this and now dear brothers and sisters one final thing fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise Prayer helps us to identify those things that are true, pure, honorable, honorable, right, lovely, and all the good things. God's voice helps us in prayer to see those things and to live up to those things, doing the things that are true, doing the things that are right, the things that are lovely. And it helps us so much to make those two distinctions between right and wrong. He guides us to the right so we can forget about the wrong. So you're probably thinking, Claire, why should I pray? Let me tell you this. In Psalm 139 verse 4, it says, You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. So you might be thinking, if God already knows what I'm going to say and, and what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, why should I even say it at all? That is a great question. Thanks for asking, guys. I'm going to tell you the answer. God does know everything, and He knows all your thoughts, all your questions. He knows exactly what you're feeling, and He knows what you're about to say. 
But the thing is, even though God already knows, he still wants to hear from you. He still wants you to share with him your thoughts and feelings. He wants you to share with him your struggles and worries and the good things too. The thankfulnesses and the gratefulnesses as well. He wants you to share with him exactly what you're thinking. When we pray, we get to thank God for what he has given us and thank him for what he's going to do next. We get to praise God for who he is. We get to come before God with our mistakes and ask for forgiveness. We get to talk to God about the things that are on our hearts, the hard things and the good things. We simply just get to talk with him and be with him. Again, even though God already knows what you're going to say, just say it. Just say it to him. It says in Philippians 4 verse 6, let your requests be known to God because God wants you to talk to him. And the thing that brings me so much encouragement is that Jesus prayed. Jesus prayed. It says Jesus prayed often. He often removed himself from people and spent time in prayer with God. Luke 5 verse 16 says, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. If it's important for Jesus to pray, it's so important for me too. And Jesus teaches us how to pray in scripture. In Matthew 6 verse 5 to 13, it says this. It's going to come up. It's going to be a big chunk, but I'm just going to read it to you. It says, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on the street corners and in the synagogues everywhere when, when everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they'll ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely because they're repeating words again and again. Don't be like them. For your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Then it says this, pray like this. And we're going to see this on the screen. And, and maybe just for fun, we're just going to read it off the screen. And maybe tonight's your first time you've ever prayed a prayer. And this is going to be your first prayer. So let's pray this all together. It says, our father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us of our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Now, you maybe have heard that prayer before. It's called, it's famously known as the Lord's Prayer. And it highlights that prayer is actually relational. We're talking to God. We don't just pray because these wishes get granted, but we pray that our lives can bring glory to God. We pray that we will walk in the call that God has planned for us. We pray that his will will be done on earth and that we can follow what he says. We pray that we get what we need every single day. It addresses our problem of sin and expresses the things that we love about God. Another prayer we're going to pray in just a moment. Before we do, who was at Youth Alive last year? 27 hands, boom. <laughs> um, who remembers what Pastor Jemima Pastor Jemima's prayer was that she gave us last year. Pastor Josh, what's it called? Mm, oh, uh, it's not that actually. Pardon? The, dre the armor of God, yep. So that's actually another awesome prayer that you can pray over your life every single day. And it's going to come up on the screen. In It's a bit of a long one, sorry guys. But this is an awesome prayer that you can declare over yourself every single day. So maybe we'll read this um, together as well. In the count of three, two, one. As I get ready for today, I'll be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. I'll put on the full armor of God so that I can take a stand against the enemy's schemes. Today will be a good day. 
I renounce any lies that I've believed and declare that they must all fall to the ground. I announce that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and now I put on the belt of truth. I confess and repent of any known and unknown sins hidden in my heart and ask you, Lord, to make me clean. Holy Spirit, please reveal to me if I have let my guard down and weakened my uh, over my heart. I put on the breastplate of righteousness and declare that I am now in right standing with my God. I put on the shoes of the gospel of peace and declare that I will stand on the solid rock of my salvation. Lord, would you bring someone across my path that I may share the good news with in every place I walk. May I carry your unshakable peace. I take with me the shield of faith to declare all arrows of the enemy disintegrated and ask you, Lord, to grow my capacity for more faith. Make my shield as strong as it can be. Unbelief be far from me. I submerge my mind in the mind of Christ and put on the helmet of salvation. Should there be any doubt, remove it now, Lord. And I thank you that I am saved through grace because of what you did on the cross, not by my work, so I cannot boast. Finally, I pick up the sword of the Spirit with the power of the Holy Spirit to slash and destroy any assault the enemy has all my loved ones, all my church. I declare that I'm the head and not the tail. Holy Spirit, make my sword sharper, stronger, and more accurate against the enemy schemes that we wrestle. I think that may be all. Is that all? Amen. Great. So these are just two examples that you can pray every single day. You can even pray both if you want. There are many different ways to start to pray, but a really easy model that we're going to follow which can help you develop uh, your prayer life and keep your prayers simply focused. I'm just going to read a scripture while Bella brings our whiteboard across. And it's Psalms 100 verse 4 to 5. It says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So thanks, thanks, um, Bella. So as you can see on here, my helpful assistant, Bella, has written these for us. No, just kidding. I actually wrote them. So this is a how-to dot 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 pray so maybe you don't know how to pray this is how we're going to do it tonight so we're going to do a real life living example as well so my first thing is well the first thing is what are you going to thank God for tell me some things that you're grateful that God has done God breath in my lungs yep okay breath water All the elements. Um, food, yep. Um, family. Home. Uh, able body. Health. Oh my gosh, there's so much. Um, so that's just an example. That's really great examples. Now, number two, what do you need? A Lamborghini? Ah, oh, just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would say I would say I need I need some peace in my life. What are you, what? Nah, not, not yet. Yep. You need, Claire, you need Claire. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I need some grace. Oh, we need friends, okay. Um, anyone else got anything else that they need? Courage, great. Just pretend that says courage. Okay, the next thing. We're going to pray for others. So who, truth? We do. Okay, the next thing you can do is pray for others. So in my head, I'm going to say family. 
Yep, friends. Friends who don't know God and family who doesn't know God. Co-workers, great. Yep. Neighbor. Teachers. People who don't like us. No like. We'll just write no like. Okay, that's just a couple of examples. So then what you can do, you can even formulate something like this. So you can write it on your piece of paper and then you can simply say, God, because we pray to God. We believe that we're praying to God who hears our prayer. So God, today I'm grateful for, or God, God today I'm going to thank you that I have breath in my lungs, that I have a tap that gives me delicious rainwater. I thank you for the fire that's in my house that keeps me warm. Thank you for my parents who are making me delicious food, my family who loves me, my home that is safe. Thank you for my able body so I can walk and talk and do all the things that I can do. God, right now I need some peace in my life. God, I pray for grace. I pray for friends. I pray for courage. And I pray for truth in every area of my life. God, right now I just want to pray for my family and friends who don't know God. I pray for my co-workers, my neighbors, my teachers, and any disagreements that come. I pray, God, that I can be nice. I can be kind. And I even pray for my enemies who don't like me, Lord. And then I can say, um, you can say anything after that. You can then say, amen. And then do you know what you can do? You can just sit for a little bit and then God might start to speak to you. Because that's our fourth point. Listen to God respond. We always have a fourth point. We don't need to cut off at the third. We can then spend some time just saying, God, what do you want to speak to my life? God, what do you want to speak to me? So this is simply, what do you mean prayer? But maybe to finish, we'll just um, pray. Because it is quite fitting, seeing as we're talking about prayer tonight. So maybe we can just stand up and we'll just um, pray that we can um, have a good prayer life in our life. So maybe let's just stand up for a couple of for a couple of brief moments and I'll just pray over us that we can hear God's voice more clearly. So Lord, we just thank you for tonight. We're so grateful that we have a youth group. We have a building that we can gather in and that we don't get killed because of our faith, Lord. I thank you that this is a safe environment that we can come and learn about the goodness that you, um, who you are, Lord. So we just are so grateful for that tonight. We're so grateful that we have young people who love God. We have leaders who love God. We have a church who loves God. Lord, we just thank you that you can teach us through many different ways, through prayer, through worship, through reading your word. And we just come um, into your presence with an expectation that you will speak to us and that there's no question that's too crazy or too um, silly or too um, far gone for you, but you just want to answer us because you love us, Lord. And we um, we just thank you that you do love us so much. And um, we just pray even this week, Lord, that we can even um, spend some time just having a conversation with you simply, Lord, and that we don't have to rush off or cut our time short, Lord. I pray that we can come with no distractions like we're talking to a friend and just sit and just hear your voice um, respond to us, Lord. So we are so grateful that you want to speak speak to us and you just desire us to just start the conversation with you, Lord. So um, we just ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. And so that is, what do you mean prayer?